0: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning?
1: Good morning, Susie. It's Michael.
0: Good morning, Michael.
2: How are you this morning?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
2: I'm doing okay. My son and his wife are going through changes back east. and uh, I don't want to get in the middle of it, but, you know, it's just...
0: I know that feeling. I've been there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put my two cents in. So praying for
0: them. <laughs> that's all I yeah. can do. Yeah, And that's what I've done too with my son, though, and his wife. So you have a wonderful and blessed day.
3: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Bye
0: bye. Bye bye. Good morning,
3: oh. Diane.
0: Good morning, Diane.
3: Good morning, Susie.
0: Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
3: Good good. all the time. He's
0: good all the time. Yes, he does. Yes, he is good all the time. You have a wonderful day. Okay. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Good, good morning, Deborah Evans. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm doing well. Praise God. Praise God. Have a blessed day. You do the same. Thank, Thank you. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say? Good you? morning. This is I know. Who was that? I know. Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. Did anyone else join the call or would like to say good morning? On this wonderful day that the Lord has let us see. Good morning,
4: Susie. Good morning, Panama. Yes, Rochelle.
0: Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, good morning.
4: Good morning, good morning. How are you this morning?
0: I'm great. How are you?
4: I'm blessed.
3: Yes, Me is.
0: too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. Well, have an awesome day.
0: You too. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This
2: is Sister Stephanie. How is everyone this morning?
0: Good morning, Sister Stephanie. I'm doing wonderful. Hey, banana. Good morning, Susie. It's Miss B. How are you? Good morning, Miss B. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you.
4: Good morning, family. This is Bubbly. Happy Thursday.
0: Good morning, Bubbly. Good to hear your sound.
5: Thank
0: you. You're welcome. Anyone else like to say good morning?
6: Good morning, Mrs.
1: Phillips.
0: Good morning Philip. And who else was that?
7: Good morning, Sister Sylvia.
0: Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning on this beautiful day that the Lord has made?
3: Good morning, Susie. This is Lisa. You sound so pleasant this morning. You Thanks. remind me of, um, The monk room ladies, how she looks in her mirror. (laughs) Thank
0: you. (laughs) You just made my day now. (laughs) Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Gloria. It's Gloria. Good morning, DV family. Good morning, Gloria. Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning and welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else doing the call? <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going to uh, get started. Uh, but before I do, I would like for everyone to keep JC's daddy in your uh, prayers he is actually in surgery right now as we speak okay
3: who was
0: that susie jc's dad
3: okay got it
0: thank you okay before we do move forward move forward we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed and good morning again my name is susie and i am your hostess and thank you for joining us here on declare victory We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in April where our new monthly theme is entitled Assurance. This means that all of our declarations will be regar- regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. We have one announcement today, ladies. Please join us today, tonight and every night for "Walk It Out," Wednesday, when, <laughs> excuse me, for "Walk It Out" Woman's Call, posted by Miss Lisa Caputo. They will be going through the book entitled "Emotionally Healthy, Spiritually." It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. and that's why Peter Sazero. The call takes place from six to 7 pm., Pacific time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. Again, if we could please keep JC's daddy lifted it up, that the surgery is going well. Okay, Uh, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Philip. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare Philip. The scripture for today is John 3 and 36. Whosoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whosoever does not obey the Son shall not see life but the wrath of God remains on him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute and tell instructor to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior Diane. God bless you all.
3: Father, in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to come before you this morning. Lord God, bring in my petition to you to lay them at your feet. Father, I thank you. This morning I give you praise, for there is none like you. You are a good, good father. You are a great God. El Haggadah, you are... Loshana, the unchanging God. God, you never change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So God, we praise you this morning. We thank you for life. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy that you give us so freely each day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just love you, Lord God. I praise you this morning, Lord, like never before. You are high and lifted up, Lord God. I turn my heart, Lord God, to you. For you are God and God alone. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals our mind, body, and spirit. God, I thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh the God who provides everything we need. God, I thank you this morning for being Jehovah, our relational God. God, we can come to you with anything. God, I thank you that you are my hiding place, oh God. God, I can run to you and be safe. God, I thank you this morning, oh God, for your name's sake, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Lord, thank you this morning, for the breath in our bodies that we're able to come before you and sit at your feet and learn from you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to sit at your feet and lay our petition before you, oh God. God, in the name of Jesus, you said you will perfect that, Lord God, in me, Father, in the name of Jesus, that concerns me, oh God. Anything that concerns me concerns you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And I just praise you this morning. Let us all draw all near to you, O God, with a sincere heart, full of assurance of the faith, having in our hearts sprinkled with clean, sprinkled and cleansed us, O God, from all the guilt, from all the sin, O God. If there be anything, Lord God, in me that's not pleasing in your sight that brings a sense to your master, oh God. God, I ask right now, Lord God, that you remove it from me, that there will be no hindrance in my relationship with you. No hindrance in my relationship with others, oh God. No hindrance in me understanding your word, oh God. No hindrance in my life, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I praise you this morning just for who you are. You are the Christ. You are the living God. God, I praise you this morning because you go before us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you said he who has hope, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, as an anchor to us for us. So firm and secure. God, we thank you for security this morning. We thank you for assurance in our life, God. Let us be assured of our of the hope we have, oh God. In the name of Jesus. So, Father, I give you praise this morning. Lord Jesus, I thank you this morning for the Declare as he comes forward, Lord God, I pray that you bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Bless his tongue, Lord God, that only what you put in him comes out, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise this morning. I worship you, Lord God, and I lift up J.C. Father this morning. God, he's in good care. He's in your hand, and you never lost a patient. You're the greatest doctor there ever will be. You're the greatest surgeon, oh God. Nothing gets past you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you Glory, honor, and praise this morning just for who you are. Father, I thank you this morning for family, Lord God. I thank you this morning for our spouses. I thank you this morning for life. I thank you, Lord God, that you didn't consume us in our sleep, but you brought us to the dawn of a brand new day. God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness It's better than life. God, I thank you this morning that there is none like you. You are the everlasting God the God who has no beginning and no ending. God, I thank you this morning for your blood that runs warm in our veins. God, I thank you this morning for being the God that you are. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for God who's been tempted in every way, every way we have, but yet without sin. Your word says that you you are the high priest. Lord God, I thank you this morning that you have become the high priest forever. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you this morning that you are higher than anyone, oh God, that you are gracious, that you are just God. You are Faithful God, even when we are faithless, God, I thank you this morning for Tanya, Lord God. I pray you're covering over her, Lord God, as she travels, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, I just praise you this morning. Keep her in your grace and your mercy, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I lift up Dion to you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, cover them with your with your whole heart lord god with your hand lord god let nothing befall them oh god in the name of jesus god cover her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet god i lifted sire up to you this morning i lift up the and the oh god in the name of jesus god i just give you praise this morning i your hand moving in their life, God, in the name of Jesus, God, keep them in your grace and your mercy, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise this morning, for there is none like you, oh God, God, you are God and God all by yourself, you are the creator, the God who placed the expanse between the waters and the skies to separate the water, to separate the sky and separate the water from the land. God, I thank you this morning that there's none more powerful than you. God, I thank you this morning that there's not one, Lord God, that's more knowledgeable than you. God, I thank you this morning that you are the everlasting God, the God who gives life God, I thank you this morning that you are the creator of the heavens and the earth and universe and all that dwells in it belongs to you. We own nothing. God, I thank you this morning for your word that you've placed on the inside of me. God, I thank you this morning that I'm able to speak this morning, oh God. God, I thank you for your living word. It's alive sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts away anything in us that is not like you. So, God, I thank you for your word today. You said to put your word above yourself. And, God, if you answer to your own word, what that tells us, oh, God. God, I thank you this morning for your word, Lord God. I thank you this morning, oh, God. We come before you this morning to intercede. To call on you and intercede for one another this morning. God, I thank you this morning for your word, Lord God, that lives on the inside of us. God, I thank you this morning for what you placed on the inside of each of us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. God, I praise you this morning for just for who you are, Lord God you are the beginning and the end. God, I thank you this morning that you are the eternal God. God. I thank you this morning that you are Jehovah, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God I thank you this morning that you are my God. God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness. God. I thank you this morning for your faithfulness. God, I thank you this morning that I have my eyes to see where you're working, God, that I may join in. God, I thank you this morning that I have my ears to hear, oh God, to hear what thus says the Lord. God, I thank you this morning that I have my mouth to see speak the word of God. God, I thank you this morning, all that you poured on the inside of me, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, I bless your name for assurance today. God, I thank you, Lord God, saving grace. God, I thank you this morning for the security that you've given us, oh God. God, I thank you, you who bled and died on the cross but rose on the third day. God, I thank you just for who you are this morning. God, I love you. I love you, Lord. I bless your holy name for there is none like you. God, I lift up deity to you this morning. And on my end, and Alyssa and Ariana, God, God, I thank you for Little river, God, in the name of Jesus. God, just said children are a blessing from you, so God, we give you praise for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you cover our children as they go about their day, Lord God, as they go. Walking, oh God, in the name of Jesus, as they go back to their classroom, God protect them, oh God. The world has become such an evil place. So God, we live to you, oh God, for security. So, God, I thank you this morning. If we can all take our phones off mute and praise God, give him the
6: praise that he deserves. Oh, Ba- revea- you <normal5-4-2-3> Thank you. with the boy, I'm just going to get them up. 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 I'm just going to get i you're to be able to do it. I'm we are on the the for the word. We thank you for the faith, 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 we thank you for the word. we thank you for the word. we thank you for the word. we thank you the 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 for the faith, we thank you, the Thank like like right. you. the best so to be be to be to be 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 Honestly, and so, and strong, I, I, you I, <tahun> you're uh, I know you're um, beax- um, like saying that long- it, the oh, thank you to be to that. going to be you I can like right uh, thank, thank, no. thank you for the I'm going to thank you. Me, god. God. I the for the the for the the Thank you. are. If you. Lose, you. That it, you. Lose, you. Lose. you. Thank not- if- you. 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 And oh, Father, right thank you, God. i Lord. the name of I'm the i we can put our phones back amen. on mute
3: and continue to worship God. mutual God, we thank you. We thank you for this prayer this morning, for giving us another opportunity to come before you. Lord God, giving you praise, giving you honor, and giving you what you so deserve. I worship. I worship, God. I worship. Oh, God, we bless your name. We honor you, and we give you praise. But it's in Jesus' name. I now pass the call to the declare. Minister Watson,
6: In the name of Jesus, amen. Let me um call him real quick, Miss Diane.
1: I'm here. My phone is on mute.
0: Hello? Good morning.
1: Good morning. Yeah, I've been on the line. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. And what's some strong prayer? My gosh. Jesus. Just welcome, everybody. Welcome. It is April 1st. It just hit me that today is April Fool's Day. But it's April 1st. It's a good day. Beautiful day. We are saved. Uh, We are alive, we've made it into another month, Um, and it's an exciting time to be alive. And for all of this month, um, as she stated earlier, we're going to be speaking about assurance. We're going to be talking about um, the topic of assurance. Now, I kind of have a um, different slant with this word assurance today. It's been a word that's actually been on my heart for the last couple of weeks. I had no idea that this is the direction that we were going to go in. And so the first time when I heard this word, I immediately was like, "Wow, this is where I've been at." But I've been here from the from the um, from the extent of Hebrews chapter eleven verse one. And many of you all are familiar with Hebrews chapter 11. Why? Because Hebrews chapter 11 has to do with faith. All right? Hebrews chapter 11 is the quote unquote faith chapter. If you want to know what faith does, if you want to get stirred up about faith, if you want to dream about faith, if you want to sit there and say, what can faith actually do? What does it look like when a human being gets a hold of it and begins to really exercise faith in God, right? Because you can have faith in all types of things. But what happens when we exercise faith in God, all right? So I want to start off to say this, that this word faith, um, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, this is why I was so um, excited about this, because I was doing a study on faith a couple of weeks ago. And when I was doing it, when I looked up this verse, where it says faith is the substance of things hoped for, that word substance also means assurance. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. In other words, faith is the, the confidence, the knowing that we have that a particular thing is actually going to happen. You know, that word assurance is like the state of being assured or being certain in your mind, okay? So faith is the 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 being certain in your mind that that thing that you're hoping for, you're going to receive. But faith, as it relates with you and I, goes a little deeper than that. Why? Because our entire relationship with Jesus, salvation, excuse me, has started in faith. It's faith. It's by faith that we're doing any of this. It's by faith that you and I are actually saved. Faith is that thing that is holding all of this particular thing together. Remember, we didn't do anything to get saved. We didn't, We didn't. you know... Um, have to do all of these particular things or whatever. The only reason that we're saved, the reason that we're able to walk in salvation right now is because of faith in what somebody else already did for us, right? It's faith in what Jesus did for us on the cross. That's what makes us saved, okay? And so the Bible, again, says faith is the assurance of things hoped for, or faith is the being certain. That these things um uh, that we're hoping for are going to come to pass, and it's that actual assurance that I that I want to speak to and even to question ourselves along the way, are we really assured? Are we really certain in our mind that God is who He is? are we really certain in our mind? and when I mean in our mind, I don't mean in our brain, I mean in our heart are we really certain in our heart? that god is who he says he is are we really certain in our heart that god can do these things are we certain in our heart that we can walk in these things because sometimes we could be sitting there and we can be assured like oh yeah god would do this god would do this but if i ask you about yourself do you see yourself doing that some of us might sit there and say i don't know okay are you assured uh i was on a bible study last night and I was talking about some things that we have inherited as believers. The Bible says that, that you know, we're partakers of the inheritance in life. Uh, we've been qualified to be um, those that partake in this inheritance. We've been qualified. Are we really assured? Are we certain in our mind that we are qualified to, to, to walk or to partake of these things that God has called for us to partake in. So what does the Lord call for you and I to partake in? Let me name some things. He's called for us to cast out devils. Mark 16, verse 17. Are you assured that you can actually go and do that? Are you assured or certain in your mind that you can lay hands on the sick? Are you certain in your mind that you have the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. You know, I want to challenge us because the Lord is really calling for us to really walk in our God-ordained identity. These aren't things that we have to go to uh, a prayer meeting to get activated for. These aren't things that we have to go to a, um, a pastor and say, hey, could you give this to me? These are things that the Bible said we've inherited. In other words, we have these things. These things were given to us the moment we believed in Jesus. These signs shall follow them that what? Believe, Mark 16, verse 17. And something else that we inherit is the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And you know one of the fruits of the Spirit is faith, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Faith is actually a fruit of the spirit. But just like any kind of fruit that you and I grow, faith can grow as well. Faith is an actual fruit that can grow. Faith is an actual fruit that can increase. And Hebrews chapter eleven really breaks down these great exploits that were done when people walked in the faith. I don't know about you, but I don't I don't I don't want this surface thing. I don't. And I'm at a point where I'm like, God, I know that there's more and I want the more. Okay, you know, he didn't make us to be normal. He didn't make us to sit here and and treat uh, Christianity like it's some cute philosophy or something, you know, some little mental exercise or something like that. You know what I mean? No, y'all, there's 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 more. We have to stop limiting ourselves. Come on. We have we have to stop limiting ourselves in this area. The Lord is calling for us to do the greater. The greater wasn't just limited to the apostles. The greater wasn't just limited to Jesus. Jesus said, greater things than these shall you do. You know, great things. I want to go through even some of these things. And I know that as I speak these things, it's going to stir up your faith. It's going to stir up your assurance. It's going to stir up that thing in you where you can be certain in your mind. Because faith is that faith is that thing that we pull on. come on, it's that certainty it's that thing that causes things to be made certain. How strong is our faith, how strong is our assurance that God is going to do these particular things that we've been made to to walk in these particular things? How strong is our assurance? Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. I want to encourage you right now for some regular everyday People are individuals walking around. I'm going to name some people that didn't even have Jesus, didn't even have Jesus. And they were doing things because they walked in the assurance of the faith. Hallelujah. They walked in being certain in their mind that God was who he said that he was. Okay? I'll start with Enoch in Hebrews 11 verse 5. It says, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. Do you know what that actually means? In other words, Enoch one day was walking, minding his business, and literally crossed over to the other side. Not crossed over as far as he died and then went somewhere. No, he literally went to the heavenly dimension. Okay? He literally was on this side of the earth, and then just said, you know, I'm just going to cross over into heaven now. I'm going to be transported over into heaven right now without dying. And do you know that the Bible says he actually did this by faith? And he ain't even had Jesus, y'all. This man ain't even had Jesus. And he literally was able to cross over into the heavenly realm. This isn't spooky. This is this is regular this is this is something done by a regular human being who didn't even have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah! Let me give you something else. The Bible says that Noah actually built his ark by faith. He actually built his ark by faith. The famous story that we know of Noah, Noah, um, um, Noah's Ark. You know, and the the land being flooded and him being ahead of his time saying, you know what, I believe God is telling me to build this ark because it's, it's a coming danger coming and people laughing at him, ridiculing him, things like that. This man was able to persevere and he was able to build that ark. Why? Because of faith, because of the assurance that he actually had. And he didn't even have Jesus. You know, Hebrews 11.8 says by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out, not knowing whither he went. Okay, let me keep keep going on with this verse. He didn't know basically where he was going, but by faith, he went into the land of promise. By faith, he went into a strange country. You know, he went into this place by actual faith, being assured, being certain in his mind that by him following God, God was going to stay true to his word, to bless him with this land that he promised he would give him. But not just that, to bless him with his descendants. You know, I saw a verse that was so powerful in here, in Hebrews chapter 11, and it talked about Joseph, and it talked about his bones. And I never paid attention to this before, but it talked about how Joseph, uh uh, use faith in Hebrews 11:22. It says, by faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Let me break this down to y'all. In other words, what Joseph said was, you know, Joseph, the Bible talks about he was embalmed. In other words, Joseph was made into a mummy. Now, I always looked at this from the extent of, okay, Joseph was in Egypt. Okay, Joseph was a ruler in Egypt. So this is why Joseph would ask to be embalmed, right? But through studying this verse, it actually is different of why he actually wanted to be embalmed. Because Joseph had so much faith that God was going to come through And keep his promise to Abraham. That promise that he had that Israel was going to inherit the land that God had promised. Remember, God had promised Israel that land. At the time, Israel was in Egypt. But Joseph had so much faith that Israel was going to inherit that land. He said, Listen, don't bury me here in Egypt, embalm me. So that way, When you do get brought into that land that God promises you, you can take my bones into that land and bury my bones in that land. And it really got me to thinking and saying, is my faith to a level that I actually have faith for things that are going to happen after I die? That's a whole nother realm of faith, to have faith that something's going to happen after you and I leave this earth. Joseph had that type of faith, was like, I'm so sure this is going to happen after I pass away that I don't even want you to bury me in this particular place. He was certain in his mind, and think about this, he didn't even have Jesus. He didn't even have Jesus. Some of you all might be sitting there saying, yeah, well, those were people in the Bible, and maybe you can't see yourself like that. I want to encourage you before we begin to start praying. I want to say a prayer for our faith today. All right. I want to bring up some people that weren't from thousands of years ago who you could actually go up and look up on YouTube and look on videos. Now, you all happen to be out there in California. Well, a lot of you all on this line are for California. And guess what? California happens to be the site of the most popular revival that ever happened since Pentecost, (laughs) okay? Since the Holy Spirit came on the church, all right? And it's called the Azusa Street Revival in 1906, all right? Where this black man, William Seymour, was up there praying and crying out for more of God, more of God. God, I want more of you. He's crying out and he's praying, God, I want more of you, more of you, more of you. And the Lord begins to release something so powerful through him that it causes people to be pulled and um, um, come and they gather together. And next thing you know is people coming from around the world to experience the outpour of the Holy Spirit. And there were things that were happening that were so wild. And you can look this up. This is documented. And this is even documented in secular newspapers. So it wasn't like this was documented in the Christian newspapers of the day. This was documented in secular newspapers, too. Things like there would be the fire department called because there would be an actual fire on top of the building. The fire from God was literally on top of the building to where people were calling the fire department. But when the fire department got there, they couldn't put out the fire because why? It wasn't a natural fire. It was the fire of God. Can't put that out. There were people who literally had never played instruments before who were getting on instruments and just beginning to start playing, starting to play the piano. Angels singing at service, angels playing instruments. People's body parts actually growing back. People coming in with missing body parts. And the Lord literally giving them brand new body parts right there on the spot. There are actual interviews that you can look at on YouTube of people that were actually there who experienced healing. I'm telling you, like, wild stuff. was, And there's so many other um, testimonies from those things. And these were just actual ordinary people who just had what? Faith. It wasn't like they they were some superhuman people or they had it all together. They had faith. Just, just straight faith. That's all it was. There's a lady named Mama Jenkins. She's Smith Wigglesworth's spiritual daughter, black lady. She lived to be a hundred and I don't remember how old, a hundred or something. But there's a video of her when she's a hundred and three. Hear what I just said? There's a video of her when she's a hundred and three years old. Preaching. Not on no cane. None of that. Preaching. Back in like 2006, I think it was. 2006. Yeah. She's about a hundred and three years old at the time. It's on YouTube. Her name is Mother Jenkins or Mama Jenkins. She was Smith Wigglesworth's spiritual daughter. Her whole testimony of how she became a spiritual daughter was because when she was little, she was seeing visions. She would see all of these visions, right? And she was getting whooping from her dad because they thought she was lying with what it was she was saying. And Smith Wigglesworth, God told Smith Wigglesworth to come to a church. Like Smith Wigglesworth didn't come to their church to come in and preach. He literally came on an assignment from God to come and tell the father, hey, stop whooping that child. What that child is getting is from God. Can you imagine, y'all, somebody from Britain coming to your church in Oakland to tell you, hey, that child you got, stop whooping them. What they've been seeing is from God. You be spooked out, wouldn't you? Well, her father was so spooked out that her father literally never whooped her again. Now God didn't say don't never spank her. He just said don't whoop her concerning her having those visions because what she's seeing is God. But this dude was so freaked out <laughs> that this man came from Britain to pop up in his church. And read his mail, down south, they were down south, that he never touched her again. Okay? And this woman, while I'm bringing her up, is because she did some crazy things by faith. I'm talking about crazy things like the Lord will tell her to, you know, go travel somewhere. She wouldn't know where she was going. She was like, Lord, I don't even have the money for it. Lord, just like get up, just go to the station. And she'll get up and go to the station or go to the train. And right when she gets there, the conductor is standing there to let her on for free. She don't even have to ask. And then after that, when she gets off of the train, it's a real story, Tells After she gets off the, uh, the train or whatever, uh, after she gets off, there's a taxi cab sitting right there waiting for her. And then she gets to the taxi cab, not knowing where she's going. And a taxi cab takes her to a hospital. And when this lady goes to the actual hospital, she gets there, and after she gets to the hospital, she, the Lord tells her to go in there. And when she went in there, after these certain hours, she happened to walk in on the on um on Siamese twins, and the Lord actually had her pull apart some Siamese twins. I'm gonna say that again. He had her pull apart. Some Siamese twins. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, don't it? But it's not crazy because, because with God, all things are possible. See, we don't serve no intellectual, philosophical God, if we did, then these things would have limitations. But remember this, you all: we serve a we serve a God. Hallelujah. We we serve a God who raises people from the dead. We serve a God who who multiplied food for 5,000 people through just uh, two fishes and five loaves of bread. Real talk. We serve a God. You know Philip in the Bible. After Philip baptized the eunuch, the moment he got brought out of the water, the Bible says he, he disappeared, Holy Spirit came, and did the Doctor Strange on him. You know, like Dr. Strange from the Avengers or, or Nightcrawler from the X Men, he did the Nightcrawl on him. He was there one second and then poof, he just disappeared. And he popped up in another country. And when he popped up in the other country, he popped up, uh, I mean, in another city. And when he popped up in another city, he was preaching. So imagine you get baptized. Imagine somebody baptizes you, right? And the moment they bring you up out of the water, You coming out of the water. You like, oh, you know, you got the water all in your eyes. And the person, the moment they bring you up, they literally disappear in front of you. And now you freaking out like, man, you you know, you already kind of spooked. Like, hold on. You know what I'm saying? You tripping. And then somebody tells you, man, look, look at Facebook. And they pull up the Facebook Live. And the person that just baptized you was in another city preaching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to be sitting there like, man, what kind of, you know what I'm saying? you probably going to think it was witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? you like, man, I just got baptized by a witch. Like, on the real, what kind of foolishness is this? No, this is this is the faith, you all, that you and I are partner with. This is, this is what we're in, and there are so many other stories, but the reason that these people were able to do what they do is because of the certainty of mind, which is what assurance means. Assurance is the certainty of mind, the assurance that God is going to back me up, the assurance that, that I know who God is. He is who he is. He, with him, all things are possible. I truly believe right now that all things are possible. This thing can be done. Why? Because all things are possible to them that believe. Hallelujah. That is the equivalent of being assured. Again, Hebrews 11 verse 1, faith is the substance. So faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The assurance of things hoped for. Being assured that what I hope for, this is going to happen. I'm going to tell one more story. I love Smith Wigglesworth. I actually love, I would encourage you, if you if you want to get your faith stirred, go and look up some of these people. Go and look up, like, pioneers of the faith. You know what I'm saying? It'll stir up your faith to see this regular, ordinary people. You know, these, these are people, they didn't go to seminary school. You know, these are regular. Well, some of them didn't. You know? But Smith Wigglesworth is a prime example. You know, dude couldn't even read. You know, he couldn't even read. Matter of fact, his wife taught him how to read. And when his wife taught him how to read, she taught him how to read by teaching him the Bible. So the only book he ever read in his life was the Bible. You know? And let me tell you some crazy stuff that happened with him. Well, there's a lot of crazy stories with him. But one of them, let me tell you, this story is so funny to me. And it's all by faith. So God had brought him into a dimension of discerning spirits where he actually could see the spirit and he would punch it. He would punch the spirit. Right. And he had the fruit from that thing. So let me tell you what. There's this one story where a doctor uh, brings somebody to one of his meetings. This person that he brings there. Um, has cancer and is near death. And so they figure that's all that they could do. So they bring the person to the meeting. So when they bring them up to the front, Smith Wigglesworth got all these people lined up. He's going to this person and to that person laying hands and then he keep it moving. Because, you know, he moved real strong in faith. So he wasn't into like sitting there praying a long time with you. He was like, look, you know what I'm saying? You got to be healed now in Jesus' name. All right, I'm gone. And so the dude with the cancer, he he brings dude up there. Come here, y'all. Do me a favor, mute your phone, mute your phone. Whoever that said that was that said, come here, mute your phone for me. <laughs> so let me tell you what Smith Wigglesworth does, y'all. The person comes up there who got the cancer, and the moment Smith Wigglesworth sees them, he punches Dude in the stomach. And when he punches dude in the stomach, you know, dude falls out, right? Not, It's like he knocked the wind out of him. And so the doctor gets mad and was like, what are you doing? I think you just killed the dude. And Smith Wigglesworth said, oh, don't worry about it. He's healed. And he literally went and started praying for the next person. So the doctor is freaking out now, and he's mad, and he's upset. This guy's laid out for like 10 minutes. Smith Wigglesworth is unbothered. He up there going laying hands on other people. Ten minutes later, the guy who got punched in the stomach jumps up and starts running around, y'all. He jumps up and starts running around. Um, he, He starts running around like the entire place. He had been healed. What Smith Wigglesworth did was he basically punched the cancer out of him. And Smith Wigglesworth used to do some wild stuff, y'all. Dude used to take babies that were sick, and dude would throw babies against
8: walls.
1: (laughs) Like straight up. Now, I'm laughing because nothing would happen to them. They would get healed. Because he had this crazy anointing where, um, you know, and somebody, uh, there there was one lady, they said she slapped him. She slapped him when he did it. And then she had to literally come and repent because the the child had been totally healed. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was either the child that went hurt. I'm trying to remember the lady that slapped him. Either he had punched her or he grabbed a child and threw it. But he used to do that. He used to be grabbing babies, throwing them against the wall, all types of stuff, you know, but for the spirit to come out. But, again, that was his anointing. Now, I wouldn't encourage anybody to do that. That's what God gave him. And, you know, he had the fruit from it. You know, them things was coming out. Then infirmity was coming out that way and that person would be totally ill. Who knows what God is gonna do with you. So I don't want you going and going and punching somebody and being like, Yeah, we heard uh we heard Philip on the on a declare victory say, you know, you know, um, you go punch somebody to be healed. Like, no, nah, I ain't saying that. See, 'cause you're gonna come back with a black eye. Because that ain't your anointing, All right? But what I am saying is these things were done through faith. And I want to challenge us today, y'all. Look, the Bible says creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. God didn't say, well, you know what? I know it's going to be a whole lot of people that get saved. But I'm only going to let one or two of you all be able to do this.
8: Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Not at all. These signs shall follow them that believe. It's all about faith and assurance, and I want to encourage you. Sometimes we we demonstrate faith in the areas of our finances. We need a bill paid. We need a breakthrough or something uh, with something that's going on in our relationships or something like that. But I want to also encourage you to stretch your stretch yourself and and, and save you I want to start believing God in these areas to walk in the supernatural, to start demonstrating these things that I've actually been made and created to do. Look, y'all, we literally have Jesus living inside of us, Christ in you, the hope of glory. We actually have superpowers. We're literally walking around with superpowers. Creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why are we keeping this thing bottled in? The only reason why is because of fear. Fear or doubt or unbelief is one or the other. Fear, doubt, or unbelief. And one of the ways fear manifests is in people pleasing. There's a verse where it talked about how the Pharisees love the praise of man more than they love the praise of God. Some of us don't even want to be radical because we sit in there thinking, like, what other people going to say? What other people going to say? What what it's going to look like to them? Why are we listening to the opinion of something that can't give life? You know, check this out. There are some people that are in hell right now. Mm. Let me tell you some real talk. There are some people that are in hell right now. That when they were alive, some believers tried to impress. I'm going to say that again. There are people that are in hell right now that when they were alive, some believers tried to impress. What do I mean, tried to impress? In other words, they were believers were worried about how they were going to look to that particular person. So they sat there and said, like, well, I'm not going to say this, or, you know what, I don't really want to show that, or, you know what I'm saying, I'm just human, or whatever that particular thing was. You think that person right now in hell, you think they're sitting there wishing that that you would have showed them that other thing? Like, real talk. This is real talk. Look, y'all, we we are at a place in society, come on, it's a dividing line being drawn. It's a line in the sand being drawn, who's about it and who's not about it. And the Lord did not call for us to walk in some philosophical thing. So I want to encourage us. I wanted to challenge us in what we're being assured of, okay, to not limit our assurance to just, again, certain domestic things or, or financial things. Hallelujah. But let's take our assurance to another level, you know, this God that we serve. Hallelujah. Because these things are inside of us, and he's calling for us to release this throughout the earth. Hallelujah. You know, and again, you don't have to take a class to do this thing. You just have to believe. You just have to believe. Holy Spirit is crying out, waiting for you to just say yes to that particular thing. For you to just tell them, Lord, I want you to use me in this area. Okay, God, I'll do it. Come on, God will start doing that thing. to you, Father? I just thank you for every single person on this line. Lord, I speak life to their faith and life more abundantly. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them in the faith. Lord, I pray that their faith will not fail. Father, I pray that their faith will not fail. Father, I pray that anyone who has little faith on this line, Father, that you're increasing their faith even now, that you're watering their faith right now, that you're causing the washing of the water of the word to increase their faith and grow their faith. In the name of Jesus, Father, I decree that this month will be a month, Lord, that we will increase in our assurance in you. Hallelujah. This will be a month that our faith and our assurance that you are who you say that you are, and you're a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Lord God, this thing will be expanded and grown in the name of Jesus. Lord, just as you said, you said you touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Father, I pray that our faith will be so great. I pray that by the time April 30th comes, Lord God, that there will be such, such a growth, such a tidal wave of faith. Lord God, coming through and wrecking this line like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I speak life to those seeds now in the name of Jesus. I speak life to those seeds of faith in the name of Jesus. I say faith grow. I say faith increase. I say faith be energized by love. I say let the love level increase. Hallelujah. Let the love for you increase, Father, that will revitalize our faith, that will strengthen our faith, that will grow us in the faith. Hallelujah. I bless every single person that is on this line. I decree the blessings of the Lord over them that make it rich and addeth no sorrow. Father, let faith arise in their hearts and in their lives. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you all. So, um, i wanna just open this up right now. Um, I know I haven't been on here in a minute. Uh I apologize. Um uh, so I think we're opening this up for help me out, y'all.
4: <laughs> I don't know what you next. haven't said good morning and been love, life and victory. What'd you say? for those who didn't get a chance to say good morning. And then after they'll go mornings the love, life and victory. For All
1: right. So we wanna open this up as y'all just heard, right? <laughs> wanna open this up for you to say good morning. Is there anybody on here who did not get a chance to say good morning? Where you at?
4: Good morning, Sister Tracy. Thank you, excellent declaration.
1: Amen, good morning, good morning. Come on, who else on the line? Good morning, good morning. Good morning.
7: Good
3: morning, good, and Prosper Sam, um, wonderful
0: word. Amen. Good morning, Brother good morning. Neil, Michelle, love you. <laughs> good morning, this is Lisa. Good morning, thank you for the word and encouragement. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Good morning,
0: this is Angela.
4: Thank you for a wonderful way to start the month.
6: Absolutely.
3: Good morning, good morning, this is... Sister Persistent Priscilla, <laughs> I've been given that name <laughs> and I'm still getting used to it.
8: <laughs>
6: and i am heard good morning work
3: and he's wonderful. I love his his uh, teachings, but thank you um, for your message. God bless. Amen. <laughs>
1: and somebody else is there. Good morning. Good morning. Where you
4: at? Yeah, it's your it's your sister Didi from the Rich. Good morning, bro. I love you. I'm yeah. Good. <laughs>
3: hey, good morning, good morning, um, Father Steel. Dr. Steel, this is Moxie you know, I own my, they know it's I own my name. This is Moxie you Good morning, oh, Mr. Liam, your great preparation.
1: Amen. Good morning, great
9: reparation. it's Monica.
1: good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good brother.
9: Morning, good
1: appreciated your teaching this morning. Good morning. Good morning to the sister. Good morning to the brother. Amen. Good morning. Anybody else? Good got morning.
3: Say good good morning? morning. Good morning, Minister Phillips. It's good to hear your voice this morning.
1: Hey, Amen. You too. Good morning. Anybody else? Got a good morning? A yay, yay, something? Got <laughs> good,
3: good morning. Yay, yay. Magnificent Morgan. Would love to hear it. Thank you for your day, <laughs> Yeah. Good
1: morning. It's
0: Jubilant Juliet.
1: Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, If ain't nobody else going to say good morning or got a good morning,
3: you know? Good morning. Good morning. This is Glorious Gloria. God bless you. Thank you for the declaration. Bruh, you was all up in my morning. I just (laughs) this morning ordered Smith Wigglesworth uh, devotional. I was just this morning before I got on the call reading about him and and just ordered devotional. So I'm looking forward to it. God bless you. Thank you.
1: Amen. Come on. It just stirred my faith. Come on.
3: Good
9: morning. This is you.
3: beloved Barb. I I have a question um, about your. Uh, you said the pioneers of faith and how okay, strong well, yeah, faith faithful.
1: Well, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm gonna take your question first, okay? On on the love life victory. So don't go nowhere. I wanna just make All sure right. we get everybody everybody a chance to say good morning, and then I'm gonna say beloved Barb, where you at? All right. Okay. So yo, we got anybody else? Good morning. The Good Morning shout out. Good
7: morning, Phil. It's Miss B. Awesome right declaration. Out, out, out.
3: Good
1: morning. Anybody else?
3: Good morning. This is Valuable Valacita. Excellent declaration. Thank you. Hey man, we got the we got the
1: nicknames on this joint this morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's popping. Anybody
8: else?
1: Okay. Well, cool. So now we're going to do Love, Life, and Victory. And we're going to kick this off with Beautiful Barb. Beautiful Barb, where you at? Where you at?
0: I'm right here listening intently,
3: and I'm really going to do some studying on this. But what I I miss, I think I'm missing something. You said that these people didn't have Jesus, but they had faith, and they were strong in their just faith without Jesus. Yes. Is that what you said?
1: Yes. So think about it in Hebrews chapter 11, right? Think about this. I and I'm gonna ask you. You can ask your own question. Did Abraham have Jesus? Well, <laughs> we say. I, guess I mean, not. it's just simple, right? I mean, cause G- Jesus, Jesus came through His blood, right? Right,
3: the inheritance, the inheritance.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying, you know, like you read the Bible, Abraham is in Genesis, right?
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Old Testament. Jesus is
1: is Jesus in a, Jesus is where starting in the book of Matthew, right? Right. Jesus is okay. thousands of years later right
3: right okay
1: so Amen. when abraham was doing what he was doing was was jesus now i understand he was the word and the word was always living but i'm talking about jesus had not manifested himself to mankind as the son of god yet you see what i'm saying i'm talking about through mary through the virgin birth that didn't come yeah. till thousands of years later you get what he wasn't I'm saying?
3: Actually, he wasn't actually here, but they still had the faith. Yeah, he
1: wasn't here. I mean, he had to die on the cross and death, all that, yet when Abraham was walking around.
3: Yeah, that's deep. I'm going to do some further study on that. I need. Mean, yeah. it was so long time for me. I really needed this. Thank you so think much. Think about
1: that. Ab- Abraham, Isaac, J- everybody in the Old Testament. Yeah. Every single story you could think of where you see faith demonstrated. When Daniel was in the lion's den with the lions, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was up there in the furnace of fire, it wasn't no Jesus. Real talk. It shows you how powerful faith is.
3: Amen. Yeah, I'm going deeper on that one for sure.
1: Yeah. So what I'm saying is if they didn't have Jesus and they was doing this stuff, imagine what you and I can walk in
4: straight up amen hey hey what up man so yeah that was deep and that I'm so glad we studied that um, in one of those classes you know my church is a that, that, that's such the teaching ministry that like you were talking about you'll be having people think you cuckoo if you just you know if you just mm-hmm. for me my discerning is different because I've grown spiritually and I've experienced some near death stuff so when you were talking about um, the uh, you know, beating, shock, knocking cancer out of people, and slamming babies into the wall and stuff. So, and Diane probably on a call laughing. So, go, going to revivals. Um, before I really understood, even like speaking in tongues, I went to a revival with this person, a big old church in Oakland. And what threw me is that the lady that I went with, she just said, "Okay, so when they start speaking in tongues, you just go get it, get it, get it, get it." I said, "What?" So I'm like. <laughs> I'm not, because that's playing to me. So I'm so grateful that then the Lord led me to a church that teaches on just all of it, the gifts and all of it, so I'll get a better understanding. Yeah. But you're right when you said you got to be careful. Don't get cuckoo, because that's what I think happens. Some people get so goofy with the word that they might do what you were saying. Go around and trying to knock cancer and slam babies into the wall. You will end up with a cake or you'll end up in, in in triage, but that happens sometimes going to revivals and you get in that line and you know they come and kind of push you down and all that stuff I'm the type of person listen everybody can't lay hands on me pastor so please pray for me and then my ear I hear differently so when you're talking about the witches and all that I hear that even now if that makes sense like but I can't tell that y'all my family's got to tell it the things that I'm experiencing now even on this call I hear things that I'm not sure if everybody is listening but I'm praying so oh, I hope that makes sense. I'm gonna go on me if I get
1: um kicked out the club. Nah, that makes sense. You ain't gonna get kicked off, let me tell you. I'm already stirred up. Let me let me tell you this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I just did a Bible study last night where I had to go in on Christian yoga, you know. So I'm 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 ready for I'm ready for some action today. I'm I'm about that life this morning. On a reel. I'm 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 ready. But now nah, let me tell yeah. you, yo.
4: Right, I
1: hear you, Shy, Count, and Richmond <laughs> together. We ain't playing. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Stayed up. I, I went in last night. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, yo, let me tell you. Look, you all good. Not only are you all good. I mean, we can hear things. Do y'all know? There's a verse in the Bible, um, where it talked about how Jesus literally heard what the people were thinking he actually heard what they were thinking seriously you know and again how was he able to do that remember everything Jesus did he didn't do those things because he was god remember Jesus was fully human being he was able to do it because he was yielded to holy spirit the same holy spirit that lives inside of you and i so yes you can hear things you know what i'm saying Like that, that is a dimension you can walk in. And I'm going to tell you this, especially with y'all, y'all out there in that Bay Area, right? And that Bay Area is like a hub, you know, for that new age religion, you know, that that was brought in through that that hippie movement, the transcendental meditation, you know, all of that, the Church of Satan, um, um, Anton LaVey started it out there in san francisco in 1966 i think it was somewhere in the 60s you know y'all got all of that all of that stuff out there you know what i'm saying let me tell you something man y'all didn't and these people are bold about what it is that they walking in they bold, they bold about all their weird stuff they straight bold with it you know what i mean and we need to be walking in the boldness of our faith we need to be walking and demonstrating this. And guess what? Yeah, the stuff sound weird. Look, we weird in the first place because we're praying to an invisible man. I mean, like real talk. We praying to real an talk. invisible man. You know? Yeah. So we already weird in the first place. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's like this. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm t- I'm so serious. I was thinking about this. So now when people come around me and they smell like weed and they smell like cigarettes and they smell like alcohol and I just be sitting there and I'd be thinking like, yo, I was really coming around people smelling like this. And I had no idea I was smelling like this. You know what I'm saying? But my thing was bold. Like it was strong. It was my cologne. You know, I was wearing a cologne of death. You know what I'm saying? I was bold with it. You know, I was coming to work smelling like that. You know what I'm saying? I lost a job one time because I came up in there and it was when they, they were coming to do the um um the inspection for the state and they had the district manager or something come up in there this particular day. And I show up fresh out of my buddy's uh uh Jeep. You know, we didn't just do what we do and i and I walk straight up in there, you know what I'm saying, I'm smelling like I just took a bath and you know buds, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like straight up, just straight bold, you know, and I'm like yo we was we was bold in all our carnality and all of that other stuff, you know what I'm saying why not why not try to go in this particular realm why not why not test this thing out? you know what I'm saying and and see what it do because the thing is this look. I I always tell people this: This is the truth. God is not crazy. There is no one more sane than God. God is the sanest being in all of creation. So the things of God are not going to make you crazy. So if you see somebody going crazy, doing this type of stuff, they ain't walking with God. We should be able to do weird stuff or stuff that the world thinks is weird. be some of the most stable sane people that you would meet amen so father i just thank you for dd i just pray lord that you will um even begin to 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 give her understanding lord you said with all our getting get understanding let the spirit of understanding begin to rest upon her even concerning her discerning concerning her hearing Lord may you continue to increase it, may you continue to develop it. Hallelujah. Lord, we just speak life to her faith and to her assurance and to her love in Jesus' name. Amen.
9: Good morning. Brother Phil, how are you? All right. Man, I love uh Smith Wigglesworth. Um you talked about transcendental meditation and the uh, movement that's here in the Bay Area. And I, I, too, am from um, the Bay Area, just a different side of it. Um, <clears throat> but when you talk about Smith Wigglesworth and the things that he uh, would do, I think about Lord Ogilvy. He was uh, a man of faith, just like Smith Wigglesworth. He, um, it was, um, if you ever get the book, I'm telling you, it's, it's own, Brother Phil. But Smith Wigglesworth, I had an opportunity where um, i would i was going on my way to oklahoma we were doing a conference this particular weekend i went ahead of the of the group not realizing that i had scheduled my flight was a day ahead and um this is geraldine by the way good morning to everyone Uh, but (laughs) i went ahead of the trip and when i went on there i thinking i was with my group you know, I thought I could get, you know, a couple of dollars at least, you know, from them, because I was really, I went on the plane, broke as a joke, didn't have no money. So I get on the uh, plane, and, you know, I had to take the flight because it, it was scheduled, but we were doing a conference, and I had my book, Lord Ogilvie. I had, this is the first time I, it's John uh, ogilvy and, and I went to um, get, in my, uh, get on the plane, I went to sit down. I wanted um, a seat by the window so that way I wouldn't have to keep getting up and moving. Well, this is just a a brief and and I'm I'm not taking anything away from yours, but I wanna talk about the the faith and I'm glad you started out uh, assurance this month regarding faith because it's it's so important that we get this. But I got on the plane, didn't have no money. I'm going to Oklahoma to a place I've never been. Um, didn't know anybody there because I'm thinking I'm with my group. We're going to be all together. So if we're going to be lost, we'll be all lost together. Well, I went with, um, a woman, uh, uh, down to get on the plane and a lady comes on the plane and she has a brown paper bag. And so I'm already at the window seat, but she wants to sit on the end because she said that she, you know, was, you know, she looked like she wasn't feeling good. But in this bag, she had a brown paper bag full of medicine. Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of like a, I'm one of those radical saints. I believe in pouring the oil when necessary. I poured oil on my brother last week and I just want to give you a testimony.
5: He's still here.
9: Even after he was given up, he's still mm. here, thanks of God, thank you for your prayers. But I get on the plane, the lady gets there, she sits down, uh, Brother Phil, she has a bag of, of of all these pills. And she said she was on her way to Phoenix to go to the Schick, uh F H I T K clinic. And down there, that was where they were doing testing on people. She said, My husband told me that this is my last trip. I won't be able to go no more, you know, because I've been to this clinic. She was just coming from the Schick clinic out of Washington. And everywhere she went, they were telling her. That she was going to die with this cancer. She told me, she finally told me it was just me and her. And here I am, just didn't, you know, I'm like you. I just was wild. I was, you know, <laughs> I just believe I had my bylaw all in my bag and I'm going on because we're doing a conference and, you know, I knew it was going to be a, a pretty serious and intense conference. But I get that. The lady, she said, said what she said and my mind went to work. I was like, Lord, what am I? Because here I'm trying to figure out why am I ahead of everybody? Don't have no money. What am I gonna do now, Lord? Well, anyway, this woman, I began to I, I took my book out, Lord Ogilvie, Lord of the Impossible, and I began to. I started reading, and then he said, Put that book down. You got some work to do. Because this woman is in a desperate state. So uh, I got my oil. And I asked the woman, "Did she believe that she could be healed? I said, because I can believe for you, but if you don't believe that you can be healed, it doesn't work. So I went on in and, and me and her, I said, do you mind if I pray with you? I always ask someone. I asked, do you mind? She said, no problem. She said, I didn't believe everything else, so I might as well believe this. <laughs> oh, I tell you, we went in. But we got to praying so, uh, Brother Phil, that I believe the people back at the back of the plane could hear us. You know, it wasn't one of them quiet prayers. It was intense. And the Lord told me what to do. But when I got ready, the lady, I was getting off in um, Phoenix. She was getting off in Phoenix, and I was going on to my destination. And when I, um, and I was changing planes in Phoenix, but when she got off, she just told me, she said, I don't know what it is. She said, but I feel this burning down on me, inside of me. She said, it's something totally different than what I've ever experienced. She said, but I feel like I don't have nothing no more. I'm not I'm not hurting like I was hurting. And she said, and, and what was that you put on me? I said it's it's anointing oil. I said it's a point of contact. I said, and that's what it is. I said, I'm nothing more than a servant, I'm not a witch, I'm not doing none of that kind of stuff. I believe in Jesus Christ and him crucified on, th- on the day. And me and right. her, we talked a little bit more. Well, she was getting ready to get off the, uh, the plane, and she just took my hand, and she said, I thank you so much. She said, I feel the strength of God now. She said, and I'm going on. I'm going to that clinic, and I'm going to get healed. And she held my hand. She put something in my hand. And I just put it in my back pocket because I'm getting off the plane trying to get my bags and get them. Well, I get to the into the airport. And Brother Phil, when I got to the airport into the uh concession, I needed some water. My throat had got parched. <laughs> I get mm-hmm. some water. The man says, The priest somebody paid for your meal. So you go on and get your meal. So I'm mm-hmm. telling you when you're faithful. When you do what God say do. I get to all the way to Oklahoma, everywhere I went. And uh, when I got to the counter, somebody had paid my meal. So when I got to Oklahoma, the Holy Spirit said, take that whatever you had in the pocket. But the lady, she gave him something. I took it out. It was a fresh $100 bill. Wow. So I'm telling you, if you just got to go. Go. I'm speaking on this morning. God bless you for allowing me to tell the story of what faith can do when you Come just on. get out and go. Move. Come on. Just move. Come on. And so yes. that's it. Assurance this month is going down, uh, Brother Phil. <laughs> is going down in this camp here this month because the warriors <laughs> is out today.
1: Come God on, warriors. You. <laughs> Come on. I'm, warriors. on this week.
9: I'm on this month. I'm right behind you, brothers. It's coming on, on here, down. y'all. We gotta get our assurance together before we can get yes. anything. Get this ticket this month. If you Come ain't been on. in the, the, the Claire room, assurance is what you need. Come Buy on. that ticket. We bought all these conference tickets to you know, all these holy rollers and stuff and you leave out there the same way. You got a T shirt on with the name where you've been. And this still left out of there empty. This week month assurance, get that. God bless you Jesus. and keep moving. Jesus.
1: Hey, hey, man. All right. Hey. <laughs> Can't say gangster. Oh my God.
3: Hey, Brother Phil. Hey, Jesus. Love both. Well, I I... You. <laughs> I'm yeah. he got me ready to be like, Warriors. Come right? And come and hey, 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 hey. right. <laughs> You know what? We say God. We (laughs) say. I totally love your declaration. I love Hebrews eleven and one is what one of the um, chapters that got me to this point. And I have a question at the end. Um, But when you open it up, it tells you the great heroes of faith. And then you, after you read it, you're like, okay, so why would he talk about all those people? But when you think about it. They couldn't see, they had to trust. And and mm-hmm. um, I had to also base my, um, you know, when we were the movies that we see, and when we were slaves, if you look at the movies and whatnot, and if you really sit there, they didn't look around, they looked up. So they mm. didn't have anything tangible either. It was their face, mm.
5: was what was mm. above.
3: So th- that was huge for me. Um. It's
10: funny because I love Marvel. I love all the Marvels movies. They're not spooky. They're
3: not crazy. It's not scientific. Because if you really sit there and you watch it, the Holy Spirit will will reveal what certain things are. I know I had to give an
4: exhortation, and he showed me. Um, uh, I forgot his name. The man with the heart. What's his name? With the you know who it is. But Iron Man. Iron Man. But nothing can function could function without the heart. And it was the heart of everything. So that when the Holy Spirit revealed
3: that to me, it was just amazing. Like, okay, it's not crazy. But I asked a question to um, one of the leaders. And the question was, can you be spiritually arrogant? I, I, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> I knew my faith was just like, I know who he is. I know what he did. I know what he said. I know what he can do. I've seen him do some stuff. And I thought
4: that was it, but it's not
3: being spiritually arrogant. It's the faith and the assurance that is real, that go
4: hand in hand. So your declaration brought the answer, but if you have anything to add to that, then
3: please do.
1: Well, I don't have nothing to add except to say, um,
8: um,
1: yes, uh, we can definitely be spiritually arrogant um, or we run the risk of it, you know, be puffed up in pride. So we want to make sure that we stay humble without question. You know, as a matter of fact, remember, even Paul said um, um, when he was talking about the third heavens, what he went to, um, that there was a certain way he said it because he didn't want to be puffed up in pride. But um, in walking in that humility, we want to be confident, you know, because as as you know, there's a difference between confident and, and arrogance. And we're confident not in ourselves, but we're confident in the one who who made us and the one who's empowering us. We're confident in what Jesus did on the cross. This is where all of our confidence comes from. Our confidence is in him. As a matter of fact, the Bible says we're to boast in the Lord. You know, we're supposed to brag about him. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to put all that, you know, confidence, arrogance, all of that is to be attributed to him. And in doing that and him getting the glory, we see all of these other things happen. So even when we we do these things by faith and these miracles happen, we don't sit there and say it's us. So we did that thing. We give that, you know, we give that power to, to him. So that thank you for sharing that. That was awesome.
7: Hi, Brother
4: Phil. In- oh, sorry. Hey. I'm sorry, Phil. I just want to say in him, by him, and through him and not in- of ourselves. Come on.
3: That's it right there. All
4: right. Thank you. Sorry, Pam.
7: No worries. I'm glad you guys know my voice. Hi, Brother Phil. Prosperous Pam here. Um, what up, Pam? What up? Um,
8: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted
7: to, um, and it might be something that we have to take offline, but I've just been praying on it because I've heard about um, beliefs about the yoga situation, about um, that's not of God. <laughs> And I'm just not quite following how if I'm clearing my mind, you know, or meditation for um, either yoga or meditation, I'm not following how that is not of God. If I'm just clearing my mind and meditation can be something as um, simple as just like, you know, we do have lots of thoughts going through our head and just just being present. What I don't understand how that is against.
1: Oh, well, I help you. I help you understand. I'm going to help you. Okay. So, and um, this is how we're going to do it. You want me to start with meditation or you want me to start with yoga? Which one?
7: Meditation.
1: Okay. So, let's start with meditation first. So, you have what's called biblical meditation. Take it from Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Are you familiar with that?
7: No, I'm going to it right now. Joshua 1, 8.
1: Yep. So, long story short just to give you a quick and this is for anybody you know what i mean so i'm glad we're having this conversation because i'm pretty sure there may be some other people on the line who might have dabbled in yoga might think yoga is okay might be you know into some meditation because again i know the bay area is a hub for that all right and and the Bible says, you shall know the truth, that the truth shall make you free. So I want to preface my comment and say, you all, that when I'm saying this stuff, I am not coming from a place of being high and mighty or none of that stuff. I promise you. I'm coming from a place of wanting you to be free, okay? And so expose uh, the enemy who hides in the secret. Now, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, you're there, right? Yeah. Okay.
6: Well, I just um, pulled it
7: up online. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful.
1: Exactly. So long story short is this is right after Moses died, right? Um, And remember, Moses couldn't enter into the promised land. So Joshua was given that task of that responsibility. And when they were about to go into the promised land, this is when Joshua chapter one starts. They haven't went into the promised land yet. Matter of fact, he hasn't even sent the spies in yet that we hear about with the spies and with Rahab. But we do know uh, from studying the word that the Bible uh, the promised land was a land that was full of giants. Right. You familiar with that, right? Yes. It was a land that was full of giants. And so what's interesting is when it was time for Joshua to move ahead. God didn't give him any war plans. He didn't sit there and tell him, "I'm going to teach you how to swing your sword." He didn't tell him any of that. He sat there and said, "Meditate on my word day and night, and you'll make your way prosperous, and you will have good success." If you go to Psalms chapter 1, you can go there right now if you want to. Psalms okay. chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Psalms chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, it talks about the benefit of the person who meditates on his word day and night. It says he will be like a tree or she, he or she will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth their fruit in their season. Their leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever they do it shall prosper. There's also a verse in Psalms. I can't remember where it is off the top of my head, where David speaks about meditating um, in the night watches meditating upon this bed as a night watcher there's a verse in genesis with isaiah where he goes out and sits under the tree to go and meditate but in the bible biblical meditation you met that's why i say biblical meditation now i'm about to get to transcendental in a second um but i'm explaining first what biblical is so you can see the difference so when you look up that word meditate from Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, as well as what's in Psalms chapter 1, it's a word, Hagah. That word, Hagah means to mutter, imagine, study, and ponder. These are four different meanings. There are a couple of other meanings as well, um, but mutter, you can mutter the word. Imagine the word, study the word, and ponder the word because we understand that what's different about our faith is that our word is actually living and breathing. These are actual living, breathing words on the paper. Why are they living and breathing? Because Jesus is the word of God and Jesus is alive, right? Hello?
7: Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. You yes. follow me?
1: Right? So we I got you on mute. Um,
7: sorry, because I'm, I'm wrestling. Okay, paper. I, I make got sure you on mute. I want to hear all this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure you're flowing with me. Okay. So Jesus is alive. Jesus is the Word of God. Right? So when we're meditating on the Word, we're not meditating on dead words. We're meditating on words that are actually living, that are alive, that Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says that are are living and powerful that are sharper than any two-edged sword, that pierces to our soul and into our spirit. That means the word of God, when you, when you allow it in, it literally pierces into your mind, pierces it to your will, pierces it to your emotions. It literally says that it even goes to the area of the discerning of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So in other words, it goes into the area where you, your, your intentions are. You know where your motivations are. It goes to those areas of the heart. Now, transcendental meditation. You do? Do you know where that comes from?
7: I don't even know the transcendental. I don't know what that is. I just I was just meditation period. I don't I don't know what yeah. trans the transcendental so part I'm, You're
1: I'm Losing me there. So let me let me let me help you out. So the the difference is this. So you're familiar with the Hindu religion, right?
7: Um, not really, but uh, yeah, I know there's hindu religion
1: okay okay right you heard you heard the Hindus and
7: the people yeah. that walk
1: around they got the the red dots on their on their forehead
7: yes,
1: okay, cool so their bible their their ancient Bible, let me say this they they have an ancient bible um their ancient Bible or the equivalent of their ancient Bible was called the vedas v e d a s go and look it up right? It's called the Vedas. Now, in the Vedas, there were a couple of things that were done in order to attain um, a, a higher, stronger connection with their God. And so what they would do is they would do yoga, which was a form of worship. So when they were getting those particular poses, these were poses that they were getting into in order to to worship their god okay they believed they connected more if they were to do those particular poses so then this was in their vedas this was in their version of the bible this is where it comes from and okay. then they would also do meditation as well which is clear your mind right now the difference with transcendental meditation and biblical meditation is transcendental meditation is the emptying of the mind whereas biblical meditation is filling your mind with the word of god you understand what i'm saying
7: i hear biblical- you i and let's maybe we should talk offline because i don't when i'm just being present and just i'm not really having a clear mind my mind i'm like i i'm just more aware of okay i'm standing in my living room like, I'm just being more present with the things around me, but it's not like.
1: Well, you ain't let me finish. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs>
7: sorry.
1: It's all good. No, I understand. It's cool. I understand what you're saying. It's an
7: exciting conversation. Sorry, I'm getting all into it. Yeah. Well, first of
1: all, what I wanted to, I'll just keep it right here, is Transcendental Meditation, the reason it's called TM, is. You're in the Bay Area, so you're familiar with the hippie movement, right, that happened hate and Nashville, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. And so you do know that the hippie movement also had a spiritual leader, right?
7: No, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, you go look him up. His name was the Maharishi Yogi. Okay. Maharishi mm. Yogi, Y-O-G-I. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that was his name and he they take him around everywhere you've seen him he'd be at woodstock all that he looked like a uh and i'm not exaggerated he literally looked like a a, a homeless indian man with a beard uh-huh. he was real dirty looking they would bring him everywhere he was the spiritual guru for the hippie movement so he would be up there doing the lsd with him everything right there on tv uh-huh. right there on film uh-huh.
8: Uh-huh.
1: and he is the one that is known For bringing transit he actually took the meditation thing and he implemented the whole practice of the transcendentalism in there he's the one that took transcendental meditation and popularized it that's why it's so much of it out there in the Bay Area because again the hippie movement started out there and they had a spiritual leader which was the Maharishi Yogi Maharishi Yogi was the one that sat there and spread transcendental meditation around now last i checked um the hippie movement was not a jesus movement we can agree
7: on that right um sure but i never thought uh, uh, i've never thought okay all hippies can't be into <laughs> this is going to be a long no, conversation because i no, no, I no. never thought of a hippie an and xing them out of having to do with jesus i've never looked at it like from a spiritual standpoint like that
1: what what right well what i'm telling you is though you may not have looked at it like that and though i may not have looked at it like that the fact is is that they had a spiritual leader this isn't like a read between the lines thing where you got to say well i think he was a spiritual no they say this is our spiritual leader his name is maharishi yogi yeah (laughs) He yeah. came over here from India and right. he set up all of these tra- he he got us into transcendental meditation
6: hmm. yes That's interesting.
1: this is what he did this is what he did and if it, if if it's not coming from Jesus, you need yeah. to check the source Understood. if it's not coming from Jesus, it's only coming from one other place it's only coming from That's one other place. see the things of God. The things of God will lead to God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The things of God lead to God. So when you open your mind up, clear your mind, when you become present, higher consciousness, all of that, it's not connecting you to Jesus. So if it's not connecting you to Jesus, you're opening yourself up for another source. Now, this is where I start to get a little passionate about this because I've also ministered deliverance to many people. Many people that were into transcendental meditation and many people that have been into yoga. And I've had to minister to people. And when you sit there, you call out that spirit of kundalini. All of a sudden, people who don't even think some of this stuff is real, all of a sudden start feeling something moving in their back. Seriously. Because, you know, that kundalini serpent. You know, it's it's like it, it's up the spine, like it wraps around the pole, like on the picture. And I've seen so many people deceived by this stuff that is not of God. God doesn't tell us to do transcendental meditation. God tells us to meditate on his word day and night. That's what he tells us to meditate on. He literally gives us a directive right there in the Bible. And tells us if we meditate on his word, what will happen. He does it. The, the, the transcendental meditation and yoga, both of these come from a Hindu Bible. That's literally where it comes from something that is thousands of years old. It comes literally from another religion. And it's a practice because it's been made popular. It's been mixed into society. And so now what's happening is we're sitting there and, and, and since it's been normalized in society, we think it's okay. But it's not. It's not because it's a spiritual thing behind it. And it's seeping into the minds and into the hearts of people. And Satan does not walk up to people and say, hi, I'm Satan. I've come to kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't do that. He's a deceiver. So we have to check the source. And if the source is not coming from Jesus, we need to question where is that thing coming from? And this thing right here, it's not even like it's no read between the lines. This thing comes, comes directly from the Hindu Bible. That's why a Hindu person, Maharishi Yogi, is the one that's credited with popularizing it. Real talk, it's a Hindu. It's a Hindu practice. And I'm gonna tell you something. I've been in a Hindu temple. I, w- I went inside of a Hindu temple back about six years ago. No, I wasn't a Hindu. But um, I was doing a prayer strategy for a high school, and we found out that um, they were taking a lot of the students over to this temple. And so long story short, I found out that you can do a tourist thing up in there or something. So I got a group of people together, and we went over there. Now, we didn't tell the people we were believers or none of that. We just told them we were doing a, a project, and we needed to do some research, which was the truth. They just didn't know what our research was that we were doing that we was coming up with a press strategy. but we went up in there, and I'm gonna tell you right now, there and everybody who was with me will tell you, you literally felt it felt like it felt like somebody took um, uh, uh, a, a vibration thing and like put it on your skin. Your skin was literally vibrating. You felt a buzz a on your skin. Like what I was asking them, I was like, do y'all feel that? I'm thinking it was just me. We were going around this temple and then there was even a part in the temple. You can literally feel everything in there because man, these people are in there praying, okay? They walking around, their idols, you know, in circles, they walking around praying. But there was one part that God took us to where you had to eat a piece of bread in order to go into that particular part of the temple. This was like their holy of holies place. And he said, I guarantee you, if you go in there, you're going to feel the power. And I told him, I said, well, look, we feeling stuff already. We we good. <laughs> no, I first of all, I ain't about to eat no food to go into, you know, place to feel some power. I'm, I'm good on all that. And I'm like, we going to feel more than what we feeling right now cuz we already feeling a buzzing on our skin. You telling me it's going to be something stronger than that? For real. This is the, the the this is a spiritual thing that's going on. This is not just some, you know, practice somebody just sat there and said, "Oh, I think this would be cool." No, this is taken from an actual religion that that a spiritual practice that is demonically inspired. For real. And so when we as believers who have the Holy Spirit, see, we have Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into these things. But we're using all of these other things to try to get a particular peace or awareness that Jesus has said he will give to us. Jesus didn't sit there and say, well, I, I could give you some peace on some of this. But you know what? When it comes to meditation, even though I got a way of meditation that will make you prosperous, that'll give you good success, that'll make sure your leaf won't wither and whatever you do will prosper. Yeah, I got that. But you know what? Maybe that might not work for you. So go ahead and, and, and try that thing that they were doing to the goddess Kali. Because that's who they were doing it to, the goddess Kali, K-A-L-I. You know, the goddess Kali is the goddess of death. Seriously, that's what yoga—the postures and everything. When when it was originally uh, uh, started, it was these postures to worship the goddess of death. Seriously, and everything. That I'm morning, saying, can you um, can go and pick it up. I'm sorry. Good
10: morning. I just wanted to ask because they use it as a form of exercise now. So. Like when I do it, I do meditate to the Lord. I I just do the poses because you are taught the poses of, and then when they when you go like if you go online and look them up or look in the classes, they teach you the poses that work on your back and your buttocks and your hips or whatever. So is it the same thing? Because I they tried to say empty your mind, but I couldn't, so I just meditate on the right.
1: word.
4: Exactly. So, so is it the
10: same thing if you're if you using the poses and doing it are and you still into the
4: word? Um, yes, or it's you do not
10: do the poses at all.
1: Yes, and I would tell you exactly why it's the same thing. The reason it's the same thing is because I'ma ask you this question. Where do the poses come from? Uh I got them from the, the internet. Okay. So from the internet.
10: This look is up completely
1: the... new, what you're telling me. I've never even heard of what, it. What, what I'm telling you is every single one of these poses are ancient poses that have been out for thousands of years. These poses aren't new. These are you you They have you doing poses, you know, that were literally designed to worship the goddess Kali. Seriously. This comes no. from this comes from the Vedas. You all go check out the Vedas. This was the ancient Hindu Bible written thousands of years ago.
3: This is such good teaching because we need to be prepared. This is beloved Barb on how to talk to people about this. And I never did know how to talk to people about this. Just knew that, you know, recently knew that it was wrong. I was in the yoga a while back, didn't see anything really wrong with it, but didn't know how to explain it to people once I knew that it wasn't right. I didn't know how to break it down. So I'm appreciating what I'm hearing right now. Us as witnesses, we have to all be prepared to to talk to people about these things. Not even yoga, but the crystals and the sage, because many Christians are still yeah. into that, thinking there's it's nothing demonic. wrong with that.
1: It's demonic.
3: And we got to break it down into a, in a way that they can understand it. And I got a better understanding, so I, I appreciate you. Love you much. Look, check, hey, check this out. Hey, and the the tap
4: into yes, yes. tap into what um beloved Barb just said too. Not only that, um, mm-hmm. Tanya, you said the same thing. It, do some do some research on the origins yes. of whatever it is that you're doing, because even like beloved Barb just said, the sage burning and the Yeah. People say this all the time. Karma. Check where that came from, too. Just always check the origin before you take something as yours. And Pam, I hear you, too, because in fitness, that's why when they do the yoga part, I don't do that part because I got an understanding. But there are spiritual warfare classes that all believers need to take. And um, Yeah. Minister Phil, oh, my so pastor, done. Ricky Nut talks about, he talks about the transgender, because he's from the hippie era, and Sister Jerry can say that, too. We were taught, I'm so glad that we were taught about all this stuff, so it's not spooky, because you can't be afraid of it, because warfare is real. That's one thing you're going to fight till you leave here. So this um, topic this morning has been so lit, but I thank you. I keep telling you, shytown town gangsters ain't no, no joke. Love you, Phil.
1: <laughs> Look. Look, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you like this. Um with the with the thing. Um um with the poses and and all of that. Like they said, go and do research. I I don't want to people to get my words twisted. I'm not saying that stretching is demonic. There's nothing wrong with stretching. Please stretch. But the yoga to stretch is what I'm talking about. Yoga. So
7: no more downward dog.
1: No, as a matter of fact, I just was talking to somebody yesterday online about them, about them doing the down. And I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told them. First of all, I'm shocked that where, where you from? Where you from? Who just said I'm that? from
7: the Bay Area, born and raised Bay Area. You
1: from the Bay Area? Look, your inner Bay should have kicked in when when somebody tell you to get in a downward dog position.
7: <laughs> well, so I never, never right. you know, I
4: never did yoga, but I couldn't Come do on. it.
7: Yeah. Uh, I I just tried it once. I never, I couldn't do it
4: anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Let me tell you, something. Dog. Pam, we not we not built for one. We not built for that, Pam. I'm just gonna tell you, we're not built for that. <laughs> I'm serious,
1: Yo,
10: yo no, but when I go
4: online and I found the um the poses the poses was
10: telling you what it works what type of stretch does for your body. I So yeah. that's what yeah. it does. With the You know the stretches that does for your hips for your thighs for your arms what it does how it stretches how it strengthens. That's, that's what all I. All a part read. of deception too, Kanya. Yeah, to but that. I'm not. No, no, no. It. I'm not. I'm not yeah. having a problem with what I'm just with knowledge. But like you said, research something. What I researched was for, I'm telling you, what I researched was for the strength. Now, what I'm just hearing is knowledgeable. Now I have knowledge of it. Then I can research further. But what I researched into was what I seen, and it was working on my body. So I wasn't thinking about nothing. I know the yoga, when they told me to empty your mind, I was like, I knew I couldn't empty my mind. I knew that every time I tried to do that, that wasn't working. So I just meditated on the word as I did. Yeah. So, I, I always turn mine to God no matter what I do. I'm not turned steering away from the Lord. So, with, whatever position I was in, I was in it with the Lord. I was reading scripture as yeah. I was in position. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's all I'm saying. So, now I can, you know, I have knowledge of that, but that was completely unknowledgeable. I had no knowledge of that, period. Look. So, this is all brand
1: new. Thank you
10: for oh. I'm going to give y'all a sure buyer.
1: Check this out, Check everybody. Go go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: This is Imani real quick. And, you know, me and you talked about this in Great Lent. But I had to do it for work, for stress. And when I was doing it, I didn't feel right. Something wasn't right. And I know that was the Holy Spirit telling me. And then I went again, and they started chanting. And I was just like, uh-uh, there's something don't feel right. My husband's was like, just continue to do it. Just call out the Lord Jesus. But something didn't resonate in my spirit. So then I had to do a declaration on our marriage call on Declare Victory at night. And I start really researching the new way things. And that crystal, I learned about the the crystals and I learned about the sage. And when you do, going back to yoga, when you do yoga, as Philip said, it's a religion. So that's what people maybe are missing. It's another religion. And God is a jealous God. So you are honoring their religion. Those positions mean certain things for their God. So you got to be just very careful when you're doing them positions. When I was doing their position, it felt something funny in my back. Everything, it didn't align with Christ. So you really have, I I mean, I really really did an extensive research on it. And I was like, oh, okay, God. So you can't, and it says in the Bible, and I don't know where, you cannot honor two gods. He's a jealous God. So if you're over here doing this pose and saying, yum, 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 you, or, or whether you're not saying or, uh, that or not, but you're doing that pose, you don't know what that pose means. But you're honoring another God, a deity. That's not that's not a Christ. So I, I, that, that's why I stopped doing it. Something didn't set right with me. And me and uh, Philip again, had a really intense conversation about it and was on yeah. the same line about it, which was and good. Say, and that sage, let me say this one hey. thing, that sage people are burning, I read about that. That's bringing up old spirits. I don't yes. need no old spirits. You know. Yes. I just need the holy spirit. So that's it. So thank you. And this is Monica. I just want to chime in that I've always been um God has always been first in my life, but I'm one of those who had started doing the crystals and the say stuff being ignorant to it, not knowing what I was doing, but um Right when I started doing it, um, Dion and Pastor Coleman and and Sabrina were doing a podcast and they started talking about it and stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. And I threw everything. I put it all in the garbage and threw it away and was going through the house and praying and and everything because I was using the stage because I thought it was uh, helping my sister because she's going to... Um, like mental issues, like dementia and stuff like that. And I was burning, and I had to go back to her house and just pray over her and ask God to forgive me because I was ignorant to it and everything. So this is so eye-opening. I am so glad you guys are discussing this. It's really been eye-opening for me, and thank you so much. Can I say
1: one? I just want to say one thing, y'all. I promise this ain't long. I promise you. To anybody who's questioning it, um, doing it in good faith, whatever, I just want you to do this simple thing. Just say, Holy Spirit, Holy if you Spirit. don't want me doing this. No, no, no. You say this on your own. It's your own thing. You just tell them, Holy Spirit, if you don't want me to do this, could you show me? That's all. Let me mm-hmm. just make it just like that. So then... It it will be more like, it, it won't be a, you know, Philip said this and then it's my thought against your thought. I want you to have a personal encounter. I want the Lord to give you to, to open your understanding. Let that be a one-on-one because he may reveal some things to you that I had no idea about, but I know this. If you asked him to, to do it, he will do it.
3: Amen. That's all well, I want Brother to say. Philip. Brother Watson, this is uh, persistent talking, Priscilla. Um, Hey, born born and raised in San Francisco. Okay, during the Hate and Ashbury movement, mother had an African import store on uh, Hate Street in San Francisco. You can imagine the amounts of people that came through. Uh, I studied city yoga. I studied science of mind. I studied. I used to chant in Buddhism. Okay. Uh, my mother did all that, crystals, all that stuff, okay? Uh, I thought it was normal. Didn't know. I was not raised in the church. I'm giving my testimony to my brothers and sisters so they will know. I was on, in babe. the ashram. I was in the ashram. I used to go to the ashram that still exists in Berkeley. I used to go to a little area. They had a temple, a little area. They say where the guru, I had a guru. Her name was Guru Amaya. When they would pop up they would bop a thing on your head. She pulled me out of a line that was around the corner that I waited in and said, who are you? Okay. Come here. And they said she would only pull people that she saw something on them. She pulled me out of the line and asked me, who was I? And all these other kind of questions, make a long story short. I used to go to the temple and pray every day on my way home. And I was praying to God, not knowing, but my people perish because of lack of knowledge. God makes that Amen. very clear to us. Okay. So in all things, get an understanding, right. And an understanding about the Lord, but in, nonetheless, God sent, because I was praying to him. He saw my child is lost. He sent a man of God, my way, my Bishop to this day. And we're, it was a man of God. And I didn't know. And I walked up to him on my job and said, can I help you? Not knowing who he was, but that was the beginning of my walk with the Lord. And when I entered the church, finally, all this time searching, I knew my sheep will hear my voice and know the truth. I knew for the first time in my life that I was hearing the truth. And that was the start of my walk with the Lord, okay? Now, as far as yoga and all that, Lord, the Holy Spirit has directed me so much on that. Um, even if the yoga poses, I loved exercise, and I loved those strengthening poses, and I was going, but I was kept wondering why it wouldn't work, because I couldn't make my schedule work with it, and I was struggling with it, even though I loved it, and I liked the hot yoga. But the Lord showed me those poses were spiritual and demonic, and that I was I was uh, worshiping a, uh, uh, the the enemy, basically the devil, by those poses which blew my mind, and then I started to realize there's so much um, that we have to be mindful of as saints in our walk, and I, I, you know, that was just my path in getting to the Lord. That was my path and and what the Lord took me through, and I just want to say this. I just love your teaching. I'm in the process of reading right now the supernatural ways of royalty. I know I've, I've run across Smith Wigglesworth uh, work and all that kind of stuff and what he did was very bizarre but then the verse that comes up for me is that my thoughts are not your thoughts my ways are not your ways yeah. and nothing's impossible with me so when we don't when we think like with the way it's supposed to be we get in the way of what God wants us to work through us yeah. and how he wants to yeah. how he wants to do what he wants to do but I just yeah. want to thank you it's been such a powerful teaching this morning declare victory is wonderful it, it's always good because you clear things up, but this is really good, and I just want to thank you for it. And I just wanted to tell my testimony. That's all. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Wow. Hey Phil. Yes. Hey Phil. This is Gloria. So, uh, um, one of the things that that I've I've learned and having, and God took me through a deliverance period for one of my children, even the Macy, Masons and Eastern Stars. Yes. All of that stuff. Yes. It's the foundation yes. is demonic, and they've infiltrated the churches because yes. of their community mindedness. And you know, a lot of people. I mean, I, I went through a whole lot of stuff, but God delivered, and God gave me that as a teaching tool and a foundational tool to understand that. Come even on. though they have their own Bibles printed, they yep. had those those Bibles printed. If you yep. if you you, and they won't allow you, they don't let you see what all their secret stuff says, but everything has a meaning. And yep. just like the, we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices, he cloaks stuff, he hides stuff, and just like he was subtle when he came to Eve and he only, he only talked about a little piece of, but not the whole truth, that's the way yep. the enemy does in everything that he does. So we are not not to be taken um, by surpri- taken by surprise by him if we'll study and be open for the Holy Spirit to show us and lead us and guide us in all truth. Not just some of the truth, but God will guide us by the Holy Spirit into all truth. The second thing I wanted to say was, Fred Price used to come to DC every year, and this is a, a, a closer modern day, um, uh, uh, one year he came and Dexter Manley, who used to play for the
1: Redskins. The Redskins.
3: Uh-huh, they, they, he, him and his wife brought his daughter for prayer she had
9: um, she had been diagnosed, they thought she had cancer. And long story
3: short, he prayed for her that one year, the very next year when he came back, they, his wife, uh, Dexter and his wife brought the daughter back. She had a cast on her leg. The thing was, she didn't have a bone in that part of her leg, the, the lower part of her leg, the bone wasn't there. But the next, when he prayed for the, her the first year, when they came back the second year, he, he said, Fred Price even said, I could feel heat in her leg after he prayed for her. When they brought her back the next year, Hold she on. had the cast on because her leg had been broken because the bone that was not there had grown and her and her brother were rough, roughhousing. And God, the bones that had not been there the year before was there and had gotten broken in the rough, rough, roughhousing. But God is faithful to his promise. He is yeah. not going to change and he's not going to change how he wants to do things based on how we want to receive them. He's real. What he says is real. And I'm excited. This has blessed me. I'm going back on mute.
1: Amen. I want to say this one thing. Thank you for sharing that. I, I didn't even know that about Dexter Manley. I used to love him as a football player. Um, let me say this. I um, I want I, I don't want anybody to feel that I'm condemning you. I'm not saying you do feel like that, but I just want to just put that out there. Um, I love you. i from the bottom of my heart. I do. And it is only from that place of what I'm speaking, because I want you to be free. I, that That's it. I, I want you to be free. Um, you know, the, Jesus says we shall know the truth and the truth will make us free. That is it. I'm not coming on no legalistic stuff. I'm not no legalistic person. I ain't on that. But I know that this thing is demonic. I've researched it so from an intellectual place as well as I've seen it when I've had to minister deliverance to people who happen to have dabbled in that thing and I see the same thing every time. You know, I even heard the uh the, one of the people who was sharing their testimonies talking about I think it was Imani talking about the things she felt in the in the bottom of her back. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you because that's it's a spirit of Kundalini. Kundalini is a spirit that's prevalent in Hinduism. And I'm not saying like this from a this is something that Christians know, but Hindu people don't know. No, Hindu people big up Kundalini. okay? but Kundalini is represented by a serpent. Right. And the serpent coils itself around the pole that that's likened to a spine. And I'm telling you all, this is a it's a real thing. And I just want you to be free. So please ask the Lord to open your eyes about this because it is a huge deception that is being released, even on our children right now in the schools through that calm time. Straight up. Okay. Did anybody else want to share? I said get down my chest. <laughs> hey, it's Dee Dee. I just wanted to um say again
4: that it's, it's really deception and it's really subtle, some of the things that we get caught up in. And I know I used to be a Scorpio car. You couldn't tell me nothing. November 10th, all of that comes with it. But then I have to stop laughing at me quite too much. But it's just so subtle because if you read some of the descriptions, especially that one when you're trying to find your, 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 who you're compatible with, and they got the, I have to hold all of that Scorpio shirt and all that, read what who I'm compatible with. It's so, oh, I do that. That's me. So it's just a, it's subtle. So you just have right. to really watch um, right. he's still trying right. the choice what his job is. and so when you don't get offended because I remember sitting in class at church in um, spiritual warfare class just mad like that's okay, I'm a sister. but <laughs> the attacks will come on you when you open up that I'm telling you not real quick the uh I took spiritual warfare the first week, I'll tell you it was like fifty of us in that class, but as we got into it, people started dropping off because the attacks was real. I'm talking about my kids were being attacked. Um my ride to work early in the morning, I would see it's just a whole bunch of stuff. I don't want to spook nobody out. But so this call this morning is not to frighten us, but we gotta know that the fight is real. Don't don't think it's strange when that attacks come. But just test it. Test it to see if it's really God. That's all. I love you, brother. This was good.
1: And these things brother. you all the, these things, um, when we practice these things that come from these other religions, these things are designed to kill your faith, steal your faith, and destroy your faith. Remember, the topic is assurance. These things are not set up to edify or build up the substance of faith that is released through Jesus in you. It's designed to destroy it. I'm sorry, does somebody want to share? Yes,
9: Hello. You go, um, can you speak on just, you know, because people talk about the third eye. The, you know that little spot that's in the middle of your forehead yeah. you might as well go on and get off up into that because that's a part of all of that stuff you know because when you're ignorant to the facts, and i am so glad that this month is about assurance it, it definitely will spark all of your intellect to think, think before you go into anything so i just want to talk a little bit about that because I know that uh, there's people that
1: may have had the opportunity to, you know, study some of well, that yeah. stuff. Thank yeah, you. And here you oh, are. and again, this is stuff you could go and this is stuff you could go research. Um, you know, the third eye is some people say it's the eye of Horus. Some people say it comes from the eye of Ra, the sun god. You know, Horus was his son. Bottom line is Ra and Horus were gods. Bottom line is, these were the gods that were in power when God was going against Pharaoh in Egypt. Remember, Pharaoh not only thought he was a god, but remember, these were those same Egyptian gods during that time. Okay? And so they believe that there's a, a eye, um, some people call it the pineal gland, right there in the middle of your forehead. We don't have a third eye. You know what your third eye is in, 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 in Christ? is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is your third eye. Hallelujah. We don't, we don't have, a, we don't have some, some eye, the eye of Horus or the eye of Ra. This is an eye of another God. And when we claim that, what we're doing is we're allowing the enemy to open up something inside of us. We're allowing an eye of the enemy to open up in our life, to govern our life. Because again, this is an eye of another God, okay, real talk, and again, you all could go and research this, you could go and look it up, you know what I mean, and you can see this isn't some cute thing that somebody made up or something like this this is this this the third eye actually goes back to Egyptian
2: mystery schools. Hello, good morning, this is Sister Stephanie. uh, I want to speak about what they call the original Israelite.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. And, uh, Are you a Hebrew Israelite?
2: No, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm 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 not. But in any case, um, the the original Israelite is what I, is is what they referred to, I believe. Um okay. Or or whatever whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. I'm a blood wor- I'm I'm a blood worshiper, and I'm and I'm yeah. sure about it. You know, but um, you know they got uh, a hundred and sixty six extra books um they got favoritism, they got so many other things that will make you believe that there is separatism, you know it's not a, it's just another way to separate to define, to bring some division between what is and what is not, you know, and um, there's just so many other deities that they come up to try and separate um, what is true religion um, between what is um, original religion or whatever way you want to say it. I get confused because I'm not trying to figure it out. I believe in the Trinity. I believe that Jesus Christ came, that he died, that he rose, and that he saved that he's a living savior. That's all I got.
1: Well, you know what? I got something that could make it even simpler than that, and it's the word. So if you ever have a question or somebody says anything to make you question it about being a quote-unquote true Israelite, all you got to do is go to Romans chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. Very simple scriptures where Paul says, look, you're not a Jew. Uh, uh, Jews are not outwardly anymore because of Jesus. You're not a Jew outwardly. He says, now you're a Jew inwardly because circumcision is of the heart and not, and and by the spirit and not of the letter. So people walking around claiming that stuff and all of this and that right now, the people of God, the ones that are considered the people of God is the church anyone who believes that jesus christ died for their sins and rose again that's who the people of god are now and paul is saying that those who believe that in their heart who have the inward circumcision that's who's considered quote-unquote jewish meaning in his context meaning um the people of god
8: so
1: thank you for sharing that brother philip Man, y'all going real deep this morning. Um, Someone was talking about um, the, you know, some famous folks, some rappers, you know what I'm saying, Um, and the Illuminati um, caused them to have the the success that they have had in their careers. Uh, Could you expound on, you know, what the Illuminati is? You know what? I don't, you know, that's a whole nother, that's a whole another thing. I don't, you know, I mean, some people say it is, some people say it isn't. Some people got proof that it is. Some people got proof that it isn't. What I do know is this. What I do know is God is alive, and I do know that there are demons, okay? And I know that, you know, you have people that serve God, and then you have some people Um, just like, uh, Satan tried to get Jesus. He tried to get Jesus to sell his soul. So I don't know. Uh, I kind of leave the entertainment thing alone. Reason being is because, you know, I, I know people in the entertainment field too. Um, you know, I'm related to people in the entertainment field. And this is why I'm saying that because sometimes people feel like they treat entertainers like they're not regular people. You know what I mean? They treat them like, you know, they, You know, if if they, if, you know, like they didn't work hard, you know, you have people I've had to minister deliverance to entertainers seriously. And the stuff that they go through because of all the word curses that are hurled against them, you know, from people like, I mean, it is, it is amazing. Now I'm not saying there aren't, look, there are people that that worship Satan in all types of arenas. You know what I'm saying? Look, I had a, you know, I had a lady I was up in in a restaurant in Baker Square, you know, and it was a witch serving my food. Not not me calling her a witch, she told me she was in Wicca. I saw her chain and I asked her. She told me she was in Wicca. You know, we released the word of the Lord to her. <laughs> you know, we prayed, let her know how much the father loves her. You know what I'm saying? It was it was real tripped out too. But um but you know, they in all arenas, so I don't really get caught up in the whole I mean, you know, because um, people worship in the devil everywhere, but we gotta make sure that we don't make general uh blanks, blanket statements because some people work their way, you know they they worked hard to get to where they at, then you do have some people that maybe are into some other things um you have some people that get into other religions and things um i I know of one case um I can't say who it is, but um. You know, we had to do this in privacy. But you know, someone who they got into some other religions because they were just trying to find peace. Like that was their thing, you know, until they found, you know, Jesus. But you know what I mean? They were just trying to find peace. So you know, so I'm sorry. That's my that's my answer. <laughs> okay. So okay, I I follow you. Amen. My man, thank you, though, man. Thank you. I know we a little lit this morning. We a little lit. Lit up.
3: Brother Phil, this is Buckley. Good morning. The first time I've heard you this year, praise God for who you are and what you are teaching. A lot of, I'm sitting here looking in the mirror. I'm not just going to be looking in the mirror. trying to get dressed. But I was like, <laughs> wow. This is, I mean, this is so educational. I feel, I feel like I just walked the first grade because it's like, well, day, where
6: have
3: I been? <laughs> what, what did I miss? One thing I would say when I was, we had a business, me and Nikisha had a business, decided to swap me. And there's somebody on the end of the row. you know, they got things. they got, you know, they got crystals and all this stuff. And I'm like, I was going to ask. Sometimes, you know, you it just ain't always bliss. I was going to ask, you know, so what is all this stuff about? Maybe it's across the muscle. burning stage, across from muscle, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hell real with that. Because, you know, I don't know about it, so, you know, whatever you're doing, I can go ahead and do that. Because I just need to feel comfortable with that, because knowledge is power. Applied knowledge is even more power. But, but it's like all these different things that you're saying and stuff, it's like, ooh, that's why I didn't yeah. do this. Or, ooh. So, you know, I'm grateful. I'm just I'm trying to get I'm trying to get ready to go back for my doctor's appointment.
1: But I said, I had to
2: say something because I'm like, hey, yeah, so, I'm
1: going to really yeah. start doing some research. Do some research. And, again, oh. we just use our words. So, for Sage, for anybody on here, because I know they, it's a lot of people on here. Some people aren't saying anything, and that's love. I mean, it's all good. I just want y'all to be free. So, look, I'm going to throw this out to you right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this. What is sage used for? Now, I ain't talking about it's demonic for you to use sage on your chicken. You know what I'm saying? If you're cooking some, no, some, some, it's some it's hot dogs or something. I ain't talking about that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's cool. I'm talking about the reason that people burn sage is to do what? It's to burn, the, the, the it's to remove evil spirits. Seriously. That's why they burn sage. They burn sage to remove evil spirits. It's a good intention. This is the only problem for a believer. If we're burning sage to remove evil spirits, then how are we allowing Jesus to do his job as the deliverer? Doesn't Jesus deliver us from evil? You know what I'm saying? Didn't, didn't he say he delivers us from evil? I'm just saying. You know, So now we're saying, Jesus, we ain't going to let you do your job as a deliverer. We're going to go get some sage to burn the evil spirits away. Let me tell you something. Ain't no sage burning away no evil spirit. The only thing that's getting rid of an evil spirit is Jesus, period. Jesus is the only thing that's going to get rid of any type of evil spirit. Not not no, no save, not nothing he created, for real.
8: Hey, Brother <laughs> Phil.
1: Hey, the, the spirit going to tell them, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who
8: are you? Hey, but who are you? <laughs> right.
1: Who are you? they going to say, who are you? And you got me coughing, you know, for that sage. <laughs> you,
4: Look, You better put some sage
1: in your in your dressing and call it a day. <laughs> now, like I said, sage or food is all good. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. Look, so those of y'all, if this is your first time hearing me or whatever, you know, I'm really a nice person, y'all. <laughs> Some of y'all might be like, he needs to hurry up and get off the phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, y'all, it's the truth. We can't be playing around with the devil. Real talk. We can't be
4: Jesus playing lover. around with him. Good morning. Jesus uh,
3: this is Juliet. I just wanted to say something really quick. This is a very good subject. And, you know, for those people that are sending their kids to school, this is, all this stuff is our children are being indoctrinated with. It's like yeah. they have meditation going on, the yoga yeah. going on. Um, this month they were um, supposed to be. We were supposed to be, every month they're honoring. You know, like if it's Women's Day, then it's Women's Day. If it's you know Black History Month, then we do Black History Month, which has been doing great with that. But this month, which is supposed to be uh, Woman's Month. For two days straight, they had a, a, a presentation on the LGBT for the kids history thing. I mean, it's like you know when you send your kids, like, you have to have knowledge. You need to be knowledgeable about what's you know what's out there. We, you send your kids to and don't realize what, where you're sending them. You send them right into the den of the and don't yeah. even know it. You know, so I'm just saying that. Yeah. To- As an educator, it hurts my heart. I'm praying, you know, but um, just for those that are sending their children to school, this is what's going on. You know, be very proactive. Know what your children are learning, because has nothing. All that stuff has nothing to do with education. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to put that out there. for For the people that have you know their parents out there that have their children in school, you know if we- you know and if you send them to school, you got to definitely be you know having that worship that devotion and stuff at home you know it, uh really getting them in into um introducing them to the Lord you know uh as far as that relationship starting that 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 relationship that conversation. To letting him know that he's the one you go to before you send as you, before you send them out. So it's very important that you begin if you haven't started devotion with your children. Pray over them. Read you know read the word. You know uh, I know one lady she, her daughter was deep you know into stuff. She would sit at the door and just read the scriptures and pray because they're they're they have a lot more to deal with than we did coming up. So I just want to say that. Put that plug in. Great conversation,
1: mm. man. Y'all gonna make me do a PowerPoint on this thing, man. I'm serious.
3: Anybody Please. else?
1: We good?
3: Um, Brother Phil, I sent you the meditation scriptures.
1: Okay. You you can cover some prayer before you go, Brother Philip. Amen. Amen. You know. Hey. I cracks and jokes. I ain't going to say that. Father, we thank you. We love you. We bless you. We thank you for being king of kings, Lord of Lords. We thank you, Lord God, that you are a wall of fire around us. Lord, you said we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. Father, I pray that all of us, myself included, Lord, in any area where we don't know truth, will you open our eyes to it? In any area, Lord, where we lack understanding, where you bless us with understanding, Lord, you said, with all our getting, get understanding. So thank you. And Holy Spirit, we commission you now to do what is spoken about you in John 16, verse 13. Guide us into all truth. Guide us into the truth about yoga. Guide us into the truth about transcendental meditation. Guide us into the truth about crystals, about sage. Lord, guide us into the truth of these things, Lord. That we will not walk in deception. Hallelujah. But most of all, guide us into the truth about Jesus. Hallelujah. Guide us into the truth about assurance. Guide us into the truth about faith. Guide us into the truth about destiny and purpose in Jesus. Hallelujah. So thank you, Lord God, that you are our guide. I decree even today, Lord, a recalibration taking place, that our steps are being aligned with your steps. Lord, that clarity is being released. I decree let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let this be a month of light for us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, hallelujah. Amen. 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 love you, brother. I love you, God bless you. God bless you.
6: Love and light. Blessing. Love bless Love
3: y'all, too. Have a great day, everybody. Oh, have a good day, you guys. Have a great day. Have a super blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day.
6: Thank you.
7: Hello.
11: True, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please,
12: we are
11: declared. Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please.
12: We are declared.
11: true praying for our you heaven-bent supporting one another. Ever living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another.
5: While